Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, October 26, 2020. Today, Tyler has to pay up a bet. We are reviewing A Dog's Purpose, a.k.a. the saddest movie I've ever seen in my life. Hand up. I did not rewatch it because I did not want to shed more tears. Um, but I remember it vividly. Trust me, I do. We saw it at a Harkins Theater in Moreno Valley. It was me, Riley, one other lady. I bought, the entire like, theater? Yes. I bought a like $22. It wasn't that expensive. I bought a souvenir cup that Riley loved so much. Riley's listening to this right now. Sorry, baby. I don't even think you have that cup anymore. Kind of a little slighted by that. Wow. So I remember the movie. Tyler had his first experience with the movie. He had to pay up his bet, his MLB over-under bet. We're going to talk about it. We're going to review it. Let's get into the show. Scratch that. We also have one other thing. We're drafting the five greatest TV slash movie dogs. I, I just Five greatest dogs. Okay, well, fictional, right? Dogs. So you're picking your own dog? This is a dog draft. We're drafting the five dogs. Whoever gets what? Oh, my God. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get into it. 20, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can. Put it on the board, yes! Alrighty, Tyler. A dog's purpose. 
like I said, you lost a bet. Yes. You had to pay up. I didn't have to watch a horror movie. Thank the Lord. Yep. You had to watch the movie that has made me cry more than any other movie in the history of cinema. 2017 Excuse me. movie. It is a throwback. The synopsis. A dog looks to discover his purpose in life over the course of several lifetimes and owners. So it says a dog, but it is like, it's like a dog's soul. Yeah. In like multiple dogs' bodies. We start off in like the 50s and end in like modern day. Yeah. So it's, it takes new meaning to the dogs ha- or the cats have nine lives kind of deal. It's like the dog had multiple lives. Yes. So it's like if I, when I died, I got reincarnated into another person, but I still remembered everything from my past life. And this dog was like a, was like a retriever and then a corgi and a couple other types of dogs. What if humans got reincarnated? I know we're not going to talk like religious, but like, what if you got reincarnated? But like, if you did get reincarnated, part of the rules was you weren't allowed to tell anyone. Like you knew you remember your previous life and that's how we tell history so well. And I have a terrible memory. I wouldn't um, be able to tell history. But well. part of the reason is you remember you, you promise not to tell anyone you're reincarnated or, or else you just die suddenly. Maybe that's how people have very sudden deaths. Um, I would hand up. I am not reincarnated. Reincarnated. I'm going to leave it open. <laughs> <laughs> a dog's purpose, Jason. Yes. <sighs> this movie you said made you cry more than any other movie of all time. Yeah, I went to the movies. Went up to go pee during part of the movie. Was taking a piss at a urinal. Was sobbing at the urinal still. <laughs> a guy walked in. It was a small bathroom. Um, and I just had to, like, stop crying, like, on a whim. And it was hard. And he's sitting there peeing, too, <laughs> next to me. Not, like, right next to me, but, you know, next to me on the urinal line. And my lip's quivering. And I'm trying so hard just not let it out. <laughs> it was bad, man. It was bad. All right. Just right off the top. Not a single tear fell out of my eye. Because you're heartless. I said beforehand, I wasn't going to cry, and I got teared up a lot, and I think it might have been partially because you were in the movie theater, because I cry a lot more in a theater, Yeah. and I, I made a commitment, and I didn't. This movie is fucking sad. I'm Did get Victoria one thing cry? Yeah, she, get, she got teary-eyed. She wasn't bawling, but she got teary-eyed. Okay. We were, it was not a situation where if either of us were going to the bathroom, we were crying going to the bathroom. Well, Riley was tearing up, too. She didn't cry. I don't know why. I don't know if it was just the mood I was in that day. It was bad, though. It was bad. Was it, like, late October when you saw this? I don't remember. Because you'd be emotional from one of the many Dodger playoff losses. No, it's January. I don't know what you're upset about. It's the weird. holiday season being over? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, I was very sad. I was, I mean, I've cried before. There's other. There's a sad movie called um, The Sister's Keeper. Have you ever seen that? Oh, that one fucks me up. That bro. one... See, these are different. Dog's purpose is like sad moments that make me cry. The Sister's Keeper or My Sister's Keeper, whatever it's called. That's just a depressing movie. Fuck yeah. Like, it's just depressing. It's like Joker uncomfortable, but depressing. Yes. Um, A Fault in Our Stars. I was very much, I'm not going to cry in this movie. And I like went into it like you did Dog's Purpose. And I was doing really, really good. And then usually I pick up on the twist, but I didn't expect, spoiler alert, to Fault in Our Stars. But the guy dies the whole time you think the girl's going to die. Oh, yeah. That fucked me up. Oh, yeah. I cried. Um, and that was right after my Nana died, too. So that kind of made it worse. Um, should I stay or should I go? What is that? Should I stay or <laughs> should I go now? Um, no, I think it's called Should I Stay? Oh, God. Riley's listening to this in his fucking. Talk to, what is it? The movie where she's about to die. She gets in like a car accident and she's like in between death and real life. And she's trying to figure out whether uh, she should die or not. I never not. watched that movie. Everyone told me that was like the saddest movie ever. I didn't cry. 
Um, I just didn't. Um, and you never know if she dies or not. They leave it open. There, there's a there's a what the fuck is that movie called? It's not Remember Me. I know that one's sad, but it's not that one. It's got it's got the chick from Game of Thrones. Um, and she dates this dude who's in a wheelchair, and he wants to oh. like commit suicide, but it's like legal suicide. That one was sad. That one was tear up, not cry. That one made me cry at the end, just the very end. That was it. But I remember that one. I I got a good crying out of that. Was Russell Brand in that? No, it wasn't Russell Brand. Who's the guy in the wheelchair? For some reason, I'm remembering it being Russell Brand. It wasn't Russell Brand. I'm having trouble. You, bef- me before you is the name of the film. The man in the wheelchair is Sam Claflin. He looks like uh, he was. Uh, he was in uh, Sherlock uh, and Ola Holmes. He was the Dick brother. Oh, he's Minecraft. Yeah, he's Minecraft. Oh, he's also in the Hunger Games movies. Okay. Oh yeah, he's the the water guy. From the second Hunger Games. I don't know if it's the second. I think it is the second. Um, yeah, that movie made me tear up, not cry. That's fair. What's your? Do you have like a really embarrassing cry movie? I have one. I and you should know what it is. Think of one? I have one. I probably do. What is it? Click. Yeah, that one, that one <laughs> fucked you up. Dude, <laughs> Click fucked me up so bad. <laughs> Click is not a movie many people think like. It's, it has its sad moment. But I was fucking sobbing. That and Blindside. But Blindside's actually sad. Blindside's a good movie, though. Yeah. Dog's Purpose, though. Nothing's made me cry like Dog's Purpose. Um, it uh, It is a movie made to make people cry. Yeah. That is their number one goal. They're just sitting in a room. We're like, hey, what if we just made people fucking want to kill themselves? Oh, Jesus, Tyler. You're <laughs> like, I got an idea. Let's make a movie where we just kill dogs the entire time. Well, it is based off a book. It's like two minutes in and they kill the first dog. Yeah. I was like, I was just sitting there, and Victoria, me and her, I was sitting down on the couch, movie starting. I was like, they just killed their first fucking dog. Like two, I checked it; it was like two minutes in. Okay, so refresh my memory. It starts off, and it's just a dog wandering around, and he gets out or something, and then it's like a, a dog pound gets him and puts him in the back of a truck. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it just fades out, and then it's a puppy. And I was like, they just that's killed right. the fucking dog. And that's when he starts becoming friends, becomes uh, Ethan's dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right away, immediately, I was like, this is what we're in for. <laughs> And then he's Ethan's dog uh, for most of the movie, I would say. Um, it's a very large chunk of it. And then he's Ellie. Yes. Is that the is police the dog? Girl dog, the police dog. Then he's Tino. Oh, dude, the police dog made me cry the worst. Because, like, the police dog saved the police officer's life. And the police officer was, like, crying with, like, blood. Oh, yeah. And, like, crying over the dead dog. Oh, man. Oh, man. That one was the closest I got to crying. And it, I got emotional towards the end when I thought they were going to kill him off a second time. <laughs> and they were going to kill him from Ethan. Like, Ethan? Yeah. And that would have fucked me. That would have got me to break, but they never did it. They never pulled the trigger, and I was grateful for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tino is the uh, it was the college chick yeah. who then dates and starts a family. Yeah. Um, not a lot of time with that one. That one was, yeah, the least of the sad. And then Buddy, which is... When he uh, is like with the white trash people, and that then he just sad. drops him off, and then he finds Ethan, played by Dennis Quaid, who does insurance commercials. <laughs> That's what I know him from. Um, shit, man. Yeah, it's just a lot of dying dogs, and then he knows it's um, he knows it's a uh, Bailey, which was the first dog's name, um, because he does that like trick where he like jumps off his back and catches the toy. Now, question here, Jason. Yeah, when Ethan was young. And he's playing with uh, Bailey. Okay. 
That ball they were using was old as shit. No chance it survived 40 years sitting in that fucking garage. <laughs> no chance in hell he brings out that same ball. <laughs> that ball was 20 years old when he was playing with it when he was eight. Maybe. This man looks 60. How old is Dennis Quaid? Maybe it's just another ball that's very similar. I don't know. <laughs> Dennis Quaid say is it was 66 years old. It was the same exact ball. Yeah, that's why he, like, he looked at it and then he threw it. And he's like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, oh, let's try the showstopper trick. <laughs> same exact ball. Dennis Quaid is 66 years old. That means that ball lasted 50 years and it was already aged at the beginning of the movie. Dude, it's fucking great That's just quality. disintegrated fucking material in the garage. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right, Ty. I just wanted I just wanted to make sure that was known. I can't believe you didn't cry. I can't believe it. I got teary-eyed. We, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Plot slash story, what'd you give it? Plot slash story, I gave it a 13. I gave it a 14. Okay. Um, it was fine it's just a lot of stuff going on and yeah. it was kind of like hey here's this story and now this story and now this story and now this story um the what was it tino when he was with the family yeah very unnecessary well i did i already say this it's based off a book okay yeah you said that yeah so maybe there was i would assume in the book there was probably more time and more depth yeah to for each sure of his life's yeah. cut, it, cut it the fuck out yeah you don't need it yeah I mean, it was sad it was a cool little story but there wasn't enough yeah. with it but if they cut it out, then they probably wouldn't have had enough for a movie. So, yeah, it probably just became one of those. I think you extend out the police dog thing. Yeah. That was fucking sad. Because it was sad. But, again, there wasn't a lot of time with it. Yeah. I gave it a 14. I gave it – I mean, 14 is a good score. It is a little crazy where he lives multiple lives. But I don't know. It's like this whole – like it's we see so many movies where it's just a dog. You know, it's kind of like this heartwarming dog story, a.k.a. Marley and me. Um, and this is – told a little bit differently through a different lens and i like the whole spin on the multiple lives thing it's kind of like a cat thing but yeah it was, it was different and that's why i gave it a little bit of points i thought it was creative yeah it's not just we're gonna have a family and a dog and the dog dies it was we're gonna try and follow this dog through different lives yeah um it had you know oh what's my purpose type thing i mean it worked it was what it was him finding oh. ethan again is ridiculous it's the most ridiculous thing ever <laughs> he just runs away and oh this dog smells familiar because it's it's 50 years ago, it was my owner's girlfriend's daughter. <laughs> daughter's dog. And then he just follows it in the house, and then it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just at the house. They didn't notice the dog following him all the way home. And then the Hannah, the old girlfriend's like, oh, ridiculous. But it is what it is. I'm going to – I, I want to watch uh, A Dog's Journey, which is the sequel. Oh, it's a sequel? Yeah. What is it, the same thing, like one dog, multiple lives? I don't know. Or is it the same dog? It's Bailey again, voiced by Josh Gad. Yeah, it's Bailey and Ethan. It follows them. And he gets reincarnated as a female beagle. I'm not going to read the plot because I might actually watch that one day. Because there's A Dog's Way Home, which I thought was the sequel, but it wasn't. And then there's A Dog's Journey. Dog's Journey also has Dennis Quaid in it, so yeah. A Dog's Way Home... They ruined like the whole movie in the trailer. If you ever go watch, go watch the trailer for a dog's home, everyone. They ruined like the whole movie. It's oh yeah, hilarious. that's the one where he gets lost and it's just an adventure home, and he yeah. makes it home in the trailer. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like thanks, glad to know he made it out all right. I mean, obviously you know he's gonna make it home, but they show it. They yeah. show him making it home. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe that's why I cried because the whole dog trying to find his purpose. This was 2017. I just graduated high school. You're trying to find your purpose. My purpose in life. And you're just a dog. <laughs> I'm J-Dog. Uh, visual <laughs> slash cinematography. Uh, let's see here, Jay. I, I gave it a 12. A 12. 
I said this last week, and I'll say it again. 12 is my it, – it makes sense for it to be 10, but for me it's 12 is my – it was shot fine. There was nothing wrong with it, but there was nothing new to today's standards that is worth more points. I liked some of the shots on the farm. Yeah. The big, like, wide-angle dog running through the fields and stuff. I thought there some cool shots. I liked the time lapse when he was at the, like, white trash house where he was left outside and, like, through the seasons. Like, very sad. Made me very sad. Mm-hmm. And that was because of how it was shot. Yeah. You just suck out there. Um, the fire and him, Ethan, falling from the window yeah, was ridiculous. The fire <laughs> looked so fake. Um, so it took away a little bit. But 12, 12 was fine. It was, could have been 11 shot. or 10, but it was fine. I think some of the outside shots looked good. It was just shot like a traditional 2017 movie to me. Yeah, and they didn't do anything incredible, but, you know, some of the shots looked nice. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I don't know. They had the dog swimming. Chatching the girl. That's got to be hard to film. <laughs> this was the movie where, remember when there was a dog going th- down the, the creek and there was like a big outlash? It was like 2015 TMZ leaked the footage and it was footage of a dog like going down this like river and everyone's like dog cruelty. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it was this movie. Oh. And I remember after it came out, the movie company, the production company had to be like, this was like a controlled environment right outside of the camera like what you saw there was people like standing there like it wasn't a dog just fucking drowning down a fucking it was like a controlled environment whatever i remember that i think it was this movie was it would Peta just flip the fuck out yeah oh yeah controversy on january 18th 2017 a video surfaced on tmz showing footage taken from the set of the film which shows a male german shepherd named hercules being dragged and dipped into rushing water while visibly resisting is that a dog's journey though no dog's purpose there wasn't a male German Shepherd. The German Shepherd well, was a female. Maybe the the acting dog was a male. How didn't she see the dick? I don't know, Tyler. Maybe he's fixed. No, they made it a point where he looked down and said, oh, I'm a girl. CGI. <laughs> Who gets paid to CGI the dog's <laughs> dick off screen? <laughs> That's a fucking shit job right there. Um, anyways, being dragon. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they cut this. A dog named Hercules. Or maybe, maybe they just had that dog for the swimming scene. They're like, ah, no one's going to see the dog's yeah. dick in water. Named Hercules is being dragged and dipped into rushing water while vi- visibly resisting. After a cut in the video, the next clip shows the dog behind being submerged in the water at the other end of the tank while a voice on set can be heard shouting, cut it. And various people are then seen rushing towards the dog. The a- the American Humane Association, which assures that animals are not harmed in, inter- harmed, harmed in entertainment productions, announced that its representative set had been suspended over the incident and that the incident was under further investigation. PETA called for a boycott of the film. Fucking PETA. Does PETA... I'm going to sound really ignorant, and if there's any PETA lovers out there, I'm sorry. Do they do anything, or do they just get outraged? Um, maybe they, like, pay for shelters. I'm sure they actually do stuff. It just They, they definitely seem like uh, they just get pissed off. The lot. originators of cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, actor Josh Gad, who voices the dog in the movie, wasn't on set during the making of the film, said he was shaken and sad to see any animal put in a situation against its will. Director Lassie Halstrom said via Twitter that he did not witness the actions. Wait a minute. What? The fucking director's name's Lassie? Uh, did not witness. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Lassie's the most dog name of all time. <laughs> the fucking true. director of a dog movie's named Lassie? That's true. This guy's life's fucking purpose. <laughs> His dog's purpose. Oh, shit. That he did not witness the actions in the video and was very disturbed by the footage. Due to the release of the video, Universal Pictures canceled the film's scheduled January 19 LA premiere. Uh, Amblin Entertainment released a statement in regards to the incident saying that on the day of the shoot, Hercules did not 
Once performed the stunt portrayed on the tape, so the Ambin production team did not proceed with filming that shot, and that Hercules is happy and healthy on February 4th, 2017, my sister's birthday. The American Humane Association reported that an independent third-party animal cruelty expert had concluded that safety measures on the set on the set of the film were in place, and the video had been deliberately edited to mislead the public. And I guarantee PETA probably didn't follow up and be like, hey, our bad. No, they're probably still dicks about it. <laughs> Doesn't PETA, like, not want us to eat animals? Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're animals are the same as humans. Don't eat them. Any of them. Hmm. Dude, would, do, do, like, if a lion saw us in the wilderness... Do you think we could convince them not to eat us? They would chow because the fuck it's... down on a PETA person. <laughs> okay. PETA would be standing there and be like, I'm not going to eat you. And he's just going to chomp the fucking leg off right away. Why did this turn into us bashing PETA? I don't know, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I gave it 12 in a visual such cinematography. <laughs> uh, what did I give it? I mean, but yeah, I gave it 12. Key elements. Now, this is my highest score. <clears throat> what'd you give it? A 20. Because this movie was made to make people cry, like you said. And for me personally, I cried a lot, so I have to give it a 20. That's fair. If I was <laughs> crying at a urinal, I would have gave this a 22. <laughs> <laughs> I've never cried at a urinal. It was bad. And then uh, the crying's fine, but the when someone gets in there and your lips quivering and you're trying to hold what, it in. I would walk out of the bathroom. <laughs> I'm dead serious. If I walked in and I saw a man sitting at the urinal just by himself, just tears falling into his piss, I'm walking out. I'm walking out. I'm like, I don't want to know what anything's going on. I can hold it till he's done. He's going through something. <laughs> it was so sad. Oh. oh fuck. See, for me, I was not doing that. <laughs> I gave it a 14. Okay. I think it does a good job of of making you want to cry and be emotional and sad and feeling that connection between the dog and everything. My issue is, it's not. A Marley and me, a old yeller, uh, that's where you get super attached to the one dog, yeah. and that makes the most emotional mo- moment. Their goal was to make you cry a lot by killing off a lot of dogs, but in reverse, I cried less because I was less attached to all the dogs. But like you said, if they would have killed him at the end, because didn't he get sick at the end, but then live, or what happened at the end? No, at the end, he's just at the farm with Ethan. He's just old, and that's they're right. just playing. Um, but like the first one is the one that fucked me up probably the most. When it was Ethan and he came in, and he had to say goodbye to the dog. Yeah, that one made me really sad. Yeah. Also because I put put down my childhood dog last year and yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah. And I was sad. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's sad. And then all the other ones, there was just not enough buildup. And the do- the cop dog dying, he saved him, but it was the most expected thing I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. And so it fucked me up seeing him sit there crying with him. But I just saw it coming so much, it didn't hit me that hard. Okay. The other one, they just got old. It was what it was. And then again, at the end, if they would have killed him off again from Ethan, done. I would have been done. <laughs> I would have broke. But they kept me They kept me manned up. Because they had to make that sequel. So the yes. sequel, will you cry? <laughs> if you watch the if you watch the two movies back to back and they yes. kill him. Okay. The, the sequel, I'll get fucked up because then I'm attached to that dog and that person and their bond. Okay. I didn't have enough time to get attached to anything. So their goal of making me cry more made me cry less. But- it was still very sad, very emotional. It gets 14. Now, hand up. I've never finished Marley and Me. Oh, I watched the movie. It's just dreaded. It's dreadful. I, well, I knew he was going to die, and Marley started getting sick, and it's I left dreadful. the room. I left the room. Owen Wilson is just, just putting on a performance crying, and I think it's real. <laughs> it's just awful, and they're all sad, and they're all there with Marley, and you just, you just know their connection, Yeah, and it hurts. Why do you think we cry so much with, like, dog 
deaths. Like, because they're just so innocent. But, like, human deaths in, like, superhero movies, like, they'll do, like, sad moments. We're like, ah. But then, like, if it's a dog, we're like, fuck. Just because dogs are so innocent, you don't want anything bad to ever happen to them. That's true. That's true. I had I had Parker isn't allowed on the couch. You know this because yeah. he smells and he gets fur on the couch. He was my support animal. I was I was on the couch. Victoria was on one shoulder. Parker was on the other. <laughs> and I felt safe. Did you watch this last night or this morning? Yeah, last night. Okay. I gave it a twenty though because I was sobbing. Yeah, no, that's that's I'm I'm fine with that. Characters. Gave it a twelve. I also gave it a twelve. Again, just kind of there. Uh, I liked the dog. I liked Josh Gad. Yeah, that's fair. Which is why I gave it points. Ethan was okay. Everything else that just there's not enough time. It's just like just, a like filler, yeah. There's just this person, the cop thing. They probably could have done something with like the dead wife and having the dog. Not enough time to build it. Yeah. Um. The the loner chick was like, oh, I know what you're thinking. Like, yeah, I guess, yeah, but it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. It's just one of those movies where it was just a bunch of whatever. No it, one elevated anything. Yeah. No one was necessarily bad. Yeah. You didn't hate anyone. Like, uh, no. With Artemis Fowl. No. What? What's the movie you just recently watched and you said it was you hated them almost as much as Artemis Fowl? It was a specific character. Was it that movie Victoria was showing you that you had to turn off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Swiped? Yeah. It's on net. Oh, fuck that movie. Um, I should piss me off. So 12 and 12. Enjoyment, Ty. <sighs> I gave it a 13. I gave it. An 11. Because it was a good, feel-good movie. Yeah. There was, it did make me cry in, in good ways. It so you did like, cry. It made me get teary-eyed. Cried, confirmed. You can ask Victoria, not a tear it fell. It just leaked subcon- out of your subconscious. Tear fell. Not a tear fell. Teary-eyed. Oh, see, a tear fell. Again, no. leaked out of your subconscious. You can ask Victoria. Not, there's, there's none. The eyes were watering. Nothing went below my bottom eyelid. See, you got glasses, too, so that probably helps. I don't think that has anything to no do with air, it, Because not as much air gets into your eye. I don't think it has anything to do with it. <laughs> um, I would not want to watch this movie again, though. Yeah, me neither. That's why I didn't watch it again. <laughs> but not for the reason of you're 20 for key elements of crying. I would just be very bored if I watched it again. Yeah. Um, It's not that good of a movie. Yeah. Like, realistically, it's not that good. Probably worse than what our scores are going to show. Yeah. I think the combined just, is less than the sum of its parts. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, it, it was a decent watch for one time. It was it was definitely a one time movie. I gave it eleven, which is probably would not sit through again, which I didn't. But it caught my attention at points, and by ca- catching my attention, it caught my attention, made me cry. <laughs> but I would not recommend this movie. I literally had this movie be a punishment to you, and I'm a little upset you didn't cry. No, Marley and me would have fucked me up more. My thing is, I want that connection, and this just was, there was not enough time to build the connections. They almost got there with Ethan at the beginning, and then they just they just jumped the gun. All right, we got to watch number two now. No, we don't, because that will make me cry. Well, I think if you give it enough time, if we did like another bet next year, and I made you watch it next year, I'd probably be better. But if you watched it back to back, yeah. Also, the fact that it's Dennis Quaid probably. <laughs> What's well, our Dennis Quaid? <laughs> he just does commercial insurance. That's all I know him from. What commercial does he do? Insurance commercial. Dennis Quaid commercial. <coughs> Geico? Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know what commercial. I'm not, I don't have TV. Insurance. So. He just does insurance commercials. And he's okay. just like, hi, I'm Dennis Quaid. <laughs> That's all I know him from. I don't know what the f- I'm sure he's famous. I'm sure he's done other shit. Let's see what Dennis Quaid's known for. Uh, The Parent Trap? 
okay. The Day After Tomorrow, The Heard Rookie, Inner Space, in Good Company, Midway, okay, A Dog's Journey. He's in the movie Forty Three. Um, that's the movie where uh, Hugh Jackman has a ball sack chin. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to watch that movie just for that one part. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, the movie itself is bad, but that part is great. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. What I don't know. I don't know what Dennis Quaid is known for. He was in SpongeBob. His grandpappy, the pirate, <laughs> Grandpa Redbeard. Um, he's on Muppets Tonight. Oh no, he's a guest star. I think he's just always been like a, hey, this guy exists. We'll put him in something. Some of his Quaid's film credits include Frequency, The Rookie, Far from Heaven, Cold Creek Manor, 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 Flight of the Phoenix. The Alamo, In Good Company, The Day After Tomorrow, Yours, Mine, and Ours, Vantage Point, G.I. Joe, Rise of the Cobra, and Pandorum. He was in 1983 Jaws 3D. Okay. He portrayed uh, Bill Clinton alongside Michael Sheen as Tony Blair and Hope Davis as Hillary Clinton in the 2010 film The Special Relationship. Yeah, I only know him from his insurance commercials. Um... Yeah, uh, Dog's Purpose, looking at its bad reviews. It seems like everyone reviewed it bad just because they cried. Uh, Rachel Wagner wrote, the problem with the premise is you have to watch a dog die five times, which is like Marley and me times five. Um, I mean, that's what they're going for, though. Oh, this person says this film, this film fails to earn a single emotional reaction of its own merit. Instead, it preys on sadness, offering little in return but misery and saturine sentimentality. Oh, I can use big words, huh? Um, a dog's purpose is a good movie with a good heart telling with a good heart telling uh, with a good heart telling a well-intentioned story but the constant tugging of heartstrings ultimately results in a fraying that significantly lessens the overall impact of the film see that's what i'm saying they go for it too much um you gotta know when to pick your pick your spots and they just they just keep going it often feels like that you could see hallstrom talking to a young child repeatedly saying, do you like that dog? Do you think it's cute? Well, it's going to die. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. I did see everyone's mad because of all the heart tugging, which I mean, it's what they're they trying to make. 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's actually way better than I expected. 73 audience score. So 43 meta score. What's your final score though, Jay? 69. Jason finishes 69 out of a hundred. 69. I gave it a 64. Okay. So that's 66 and a half. That finishes with a 66 and a half, Jason. <laughs> yep. Like I just said. <laughs> Which makes it our, I lost it, 25th rated movie out of 33. It is sitting below the binge and above Stuber. Okay. Um, On your ranking, what'd you give it? 69? Yeah. It is right below Stuber and right above an American Pickle. Okay. What about for you, Ty? On my ranking at a 64, it's right below the binge and right above an American Pickle. Same as the overall score. I would like to say, uh, update the listeners before we get into our dog draft. I said last week we argued a lot about Hubie Halloween. A lot. Um, I said it was a classic stupid Adam Sandler movie. Whether you like it or not, you had to recognize it was a stupid Adam Sandler movie. And my dad would love it. And what do you know? My dad fucking loved it. 
Not only did my dad love it, Ty, and this was unprompted. I didn't tell him about the podcast. I asked for his score, his funny score out of 20, which he gave it an 18, which was the same as my key elements. But not only did he say he liked it, he said, this is going to be a movie that we talk about for years to come. <laughs> that's just, that's fucking It's absurd. right up his alley of stupid comedy. And I told you that's what they were going for. That was our I, biggest gripe was key elements. I'm glad your dad liked it. I don't see it. I don't understand. Maybe I'm on the wrong side of history. I did not enjoy that movie. Victoria wanted to watch it again, and I was like, eh. So Victoria liked it, too. She fell asleep. She didn't get to fully oh. watch it the first time. <laughs> and I was like, eh, just put on your reality TV show that I hate instead. <laughs> I don't know, Ty. I just wanted to update the listeners on that. Thank you for that. We need a listener Hubie Halloween review. Now let's get into the draft. We do need that. We it sounded need like a, we a need... cut. We just, like, paused. <laughs> That's fine. We need other people yeah. to tell us. But first and foremost, Jason, we are doing a dog draft. Yeah. Five picks, you won the bet, you made me choose this movie and watch this movie, you get to go first on the dog draft. So, I have 18 dogs on my <laughs> on my big board. I have 10. Um, one of them is two dogs in one pick. Okay. If we get there, I'll explain. Number one, first overall pick for Jason Reed, and we're going to make a graphic, greatest dog ever, Baxter from Anchorman. I knew I was going to lose it. He was number two, and I knew I was going to lose him. Baxter. I mean, it's literally been told in an interview by uh, Adam McKay. Adam McKay, right? I, I think it is. Yes, wrong. I believe so. That the original screenings of Anchorman got bad scores, and they were told that it's because they killed Baxter when they kicked him off the bridge. So then they rewrote for him to come back, and that gave it much better scores. I left out a part of Testing the movie scores. that yeah. I needed to bring up. I laughed so fucking hard when the dog brought in the dead cat. <laughs> Why? It was so funny that he was like, oh, the cat, and dug it up and brought it in, and the mom just screamed in fucking terror. <laughs> that was so fucked up and out of place for that movie, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't understand why they did it, but it was so funny and unexpected, and I it was a little touch I appreciated. <laughs> okay. Thank you for throwing that in there. My number one dog, Jason, out of all the dogs, is Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He kept trying to say movie and TV dogs, and I said, we're drafting dogs. It's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is the greatest dog of all time. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is great. <laughs> we could just go by, I could say my childhood dog, Charger. I could say your dog, Parker. I could say... Yeah, and I mean, if you think other people would agree. Okay. But this is a draft. This is where you're going for the best overall thing of dogs. If you think your dog Charger was that good of a dog to make the for list. For other people to vote on him? Okay, I get what you're saying. However, I think Snoop Dogg, when you look at it, Snoop Deal Double G <laughs> is the best dog. And I'm proud of my number one pick. Uh, honorable mention that wasn't on my list, maybe Nate Dogg. Remember him? I think he died. He's he not as good as Snoop. He died. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Oh, man. There's so many dogs. Second overall pick. I'm going to go with another iconic one. I feel like this is the hardest pick. I think Baxter and Snoop were one, two. I feel like there's a good number three. Tell me. I'm going to go with Brian from Family Guy. That's um, my number three. Probably the funniest dog on this list. Um, he's obviously it's just Seth MacFarlane as a dog. Yeah. Um, and he's great. He's great on Family Guy. I like Family Guy. I'm a noted Family Guy friend. Friend. Uh, noted Family Guy fan. I don't want to say noted. Um, but but uh, remember when they killed Brian? And that was like a big-ass deal, and they brought him back? Oh, yeah. They had like a New Jersey dog take over for him. Yeah. He wasn't that funny. 
and everyone was pissed off and like their ratings crashed and no one liked it and they had to bring him back. That just shows how powerful Brian is as a top five dog of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My number two pick, Jason. This is throwing it back a little bit. Okay. It's a little old. This is the dog Gidget. Whoa. Otherwise I'm... known as the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Oh my god, that was on my list. <laughs> the fucking Taco Bell Chihuahua is an all-time dog. That was number 12 on my list. I, I just loved the old Taco Bell commercials with the little Chihuahua. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. He's got the Mexican accent. Yeah. And he's just the cutest little fucking Chihuahua. So we started this list. I pitched this list as movie slash TV dogs, and you have not picked either a movie nor a TV dog. We'll get there. I mean, commercials TV, but I also had him on my list. Taco Bell Chihuahua. Everyone loves Taco Bell Chihuahua. He hasn't been around in a while, so maybe he doesn't get enough love. It's a fucking Taco Bell Chihuahua. You know, with my third overall pick, I would say, if I had to guess, I would say this is the most well-known dog of all time in terms of entertainment. Maybe Snoop Dogg. I hate that I let you go first because you're taking all my picks. Maybe Snoop Dogg is known more than this dog, but I feel like no dog is known more than this dog, Ty. And that's a man, a dog, by the name of Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? Yeah. Scooby-Doo, my third overall pick. Look, man, he's got countless TV shows. He's got a video game that I played on PS2 when I was like eight years old that I could never beat. And I want to go back now and play it and beat it just to, you know, get over my old demons, my past demons. Um, Two live action films. A new film that just came out, an animated film. I forgot about that. Spin-off show where it's the mini Scooby-Doo, whatever his oh, name was. Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> I guess that's not Scooby-Doo, but it's like Scooby-Doo's kid. Um, his, his nephew? Everyone he's, knows he's Scooby-Doo. He's in the live-action movie. Is he? He's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, look, everyone knows Scooby-Doo. My grandparents watched Scooby-Doo in the 60s. Mm. My parents probably watched Scooby-Doo or at least knew of Scooby-Doo. I watched Scooby-Doo. My future kids will probably know of and watch Scooby-Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. That's a great pick. Where are you? Number three on my list. That's a good pick. Thank you. I think if I could change history, I take Scooby Doo, save Taco Bell Chihuahua. Yeah, probably. I you probably could have got him lower on the board, knowing, knowing that he's your twelve. <laughs> I could have got him lower. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Because I have two dogs in my next pick, Jay. You cannot tell me no. I don't care what you have to say. Oh, is, is Lady in the Tramp? No, fuck that. Oh. That's a terrible pick. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only like that's the only double dogs I can think of. Is the father son combo of Goofy and Max? <sighs> I forgot Goofy was a dog. Oh yeah. Why do you get both of them? Because I want Max, but I have to get Goofy as well. And it's the father son combo of Goofy and Max, notably in the Max movie. What the fuck's that movie the goof, called? The Goofy movie. Is it the Goofy movie <laughs> about Max? Is Goofy his last name? Is he Mr. Goofy? It's No, their last name is Goof. His name is Maximilian Goof. Is Goofy Goofy Goof? <laughs> it's just Scooby-Doo, just with G's? Um, Goofy's name is on... Uh, it just says Goofy. It doesn't say Goofy. Um, originally known as Dippy Dog, the character... <laughs> what the fuck? The character is more, is more commonly known simply as Goofy, a name used in his short film series. In his 1950s cartoon, he usually played a character called George G. Jeef. <laughs> Sources from the Goof Troop continuity give the character's full name as G.G. quote, Goofy Goof. 
I like um, likely he went by Goofus D Dog. <laughs> That's my favorite. Goofus D Dog. Um, super Goof. Yeah, Goofy G Goof. So I'm gra- I'm drafting Goofus D Dog and Max Goof. Oh no, his full name is GG Goofy Goof. So his name is GG Goof and Max Goof. You got the goofs. Thank you. Oh, I'm not going to pick Pluto, but stay on Disney if I wanted to do that. Let's see. My fourth overall pick. Okay, I could have a pondering pick and ponder to a certain fan base, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. You know what? I think it's pandering. You, what did I say? Pondering. <laughs> it's pandering. Ty, what's the greatest thing in sports? In sports? Yes. The bat dogs who go and get the bats. No. Yeah, no, it's it is. It's a true underdog story. <laughs> I'm going with every underdog ever. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> every underdog ever in sports. Not just some dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the graphic, I wanted to say an underdog, like underdog stories, and then just show like an underdog. I'll just have like the dodgeball movie poster, the Eagles when they wore those dog masks. Yes. I originally had this on my list as the movie The Underdog which you could probably still take them. But then I thought it'd be funnier if I just took every underdog, every underdog ever. I'm yeah. glad you changed it. Thank you. Now you said, I'm not going to pander. That's what you said. Yes. I don't have those same morals. Okay. I don't even like this particularly. Oh gosh. Okay. It's a Dodger dog. Oh, Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. Okay. It's a Dodger dog. They're not that good. They're not. But good Lord. Are they fucking famous? <laughs> yeah, they are. Everyone wants a Dodger dog until they try a Dodger dog. This is for everyone who wants a Dodger dog. That's fair. That's fair. You could just pander. I'm pandering. I'll allow it. Why you couldn't? Why didn't you just make it a hot dog? It's specifically Dodger dog. You're not going to get the, the votes of non-Dodger fans now, Ty. But hot dog is just too, so vague. It's that specific. I mean, honestly, if we're being realistic, you ever had a Costco hot dog? Yeah. I kind of want to change it to Costco hot dog. Go ahead. I'll allow it. Costco dogs are delicious. Yeah, I'm changing. They're much better than Dodger Dogs. <laughs> the Costco hot dog is my fourth pick on my dog draft. <sighs> That's fine. I'll take it. I'm trying to think. I have so many. I have 18, like I said. And I don't necessarily love any of them. Um, I mean, I took a fucking underdog story. Um, That's what I want to say. Say an underdog story. Everyone loves the underdogs. No, um, I like Except the Tampa Bay race. Um, <laughs> fifth overall pick. I'm going to go with. So my team right now. I'm assuming this is just a team. I don't know what sport they're playing, but they're a team. We have Baxter, who is like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. He's the team captain. He is very smart. Yes. We have Brian, who bridges the gap between humans and dogs. And has sex with real female women. Yes. We have Scooby-Doo, detective. He's on the case. Something happens Enjoys wrong with his marijuana. <laughs> Got his Scooby snacks. We have, a, we have a true underdog story, which just means we're underdogs. So we're, we're everyone's already rooting against for us. What do we need, Ty? We need someone with muscle. We need someone that could dominate down low in the paint. This is a basketball game. I'm going to go with Clifford, the big red dog. He's a big fucking dog. I want the biggest fucking dog, and that's the biggest dog. Try to find a dog bigger than Clifford. I don't know if there is one. 
Clifford, the big red dog. Fifth and final pick. Okay. Is Tyler going to take an actual dog? <laughs> He's taking Snoop Dogg. He's taking... No, he took the, the Taco Bell dog. That's the actual dog. To Goofy. Who's Costco hot dog. <laughs> the Costco hot dog. <laughs> so I got some options on my big board here, Jay. I've got uh, some famous dogs from, from, from movies. Yeah. Both Pixar. Okay. I'm going to pivot. Okay. This is not on my big board. Okay. But I'm just sitting here and I'm just thinking, dogs. <laughs> what are my favorite dogs? Snoop Dogg. Just my dogs. Just the dogs. What's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> the D-A-W-G-S. Just all my dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Just me Are and you my really dogs. picking that? I'm taking my dogs. It's my fifth my, and final your pick. Your pick is my dogs. D-A-W-G dogs. Oh, my God. What are you going to use for that picture? I'll find something. <laughs> my do- what happens if you just Google my dogs? Oh, my God. Oh, that's like a song, I guess. That's fucking funny. My dog. <laughs> All right. So, my, my picks were... Um, Baxter, Brian, <laughs> Scooby-Doo, Underdogs, and um, Clifford. And Tyler Snoop Dogg, the Taco Bell, the Chihuahua. Um, fuck, I don't even remember. What was your third pick? Uh, the father-son combo of... Oh, Goofy and Go- Max. It was dog. Goofus... GG Goofy Goof. Yes. And Maximilius Goof. Um, Costco Hot Dogs and, quote, My Dogs. Love it. I got some bargains. I feel like the underdog was meant to be on my team. Yeah, it it's was. a great pick by you. Though. <laughs> um, some honorable mentions that were on my list. I had Airbud. I had Doug from Up. He was yeah Santa's little helper from Simpsons. That's the ones that I didn't pander to. Uh, that's fair. I had Max from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't have him. Uh, Bolt. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, she plays the girl in Bolt. Oh, um, Marley. Great dog. Old Linky. From Toy Story. Yep. It's a good one. Old Yeller. Dead dog. How about the Shaggy He's dog? He's the most known dog for being dead. Yeah. Okay. The Shaggy dog. You ever seen that movie? Isn't that isn't that Tim Allen? Yeah. Um Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yep. And then Taco Bell Chihuahua. Also the Target dog. Remember him? Yeah. He's got a red eye. He's out of action now. They fired him, but Did he? I think so. I haven't seen Was Pete have you seen in that? Have, probably. Let, do we have to what happened to the Target dog? What happened to Did spot Peter the target? cancel the target dog? Um. Oh, his name was Bullseye, not Spot. Um. Peta is a terrible corporation. Why? The first article I put. Did Peta cancel the target dog? The first article that pops up. It's more than three years old. Maybe they've changed. Peta says sorry for taking girls' pet chihuahua and putting it down. They don't care about animals. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Bullseye, mascot, Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't I don't think Bullseye is around anymore. This Bullseye, there's been bol- multiple Bullseyes. The current Bullseye lives on a ranch just north of Los Angeles. How do they get that no. dot on his head? Do they dye it? Yeah, they got to paint it. It's not ideal. Don't think dogs like being painted. 
what happened to him? So it's more of a legacy role. Yeah, I guess so. Fun facts about Bullseye. Um, on flights to and from events, Bullseye cozies up in his own seat with the rest of the passengers. When not out and about, Bullseye hangs out with his trainer in a hotel room. That's not really that fun of a fact. <laughs> I don't know. Bullseye, he was on my list as an honorable mention. Um, I have uh, Snoopy. Snoopy yeah. is a dog. I have uh, Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, the skeleton dog. Yeah. That's a good pick. And I have the Beast from The Sandlot. I had him as well. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying until <laughs> you actually see him. Yeah. You got any other honorable mentions? He's like chewing on baseballs. <laughs> I don't. I think we did a, a fairly good job on this draft. Okay. Um, my fucking dogs. Oh my I'm. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna make the graphic now because of the the route I went. <laughs> well, Costco hot dog. That's easy. Yeah, I'll just it's one fifty for a hot dog and a fucking drink. That's a fucking good deal. You know how good of a deal that is. That's a great deal. And not only that, you're like, oh, it's probably shitty. It probably doesn't taste that good. No, it's good. It's the best hot dog there is. Oh, I wouldn't say the best. What's the best readily available hot dog? Yes. Yeah, but I have definitely had better hot dogs. Where? Uh, Angel Stadium had a really good hot dog once. Uh, some street vendors oh, pretty good. in New York and Seattle had good hot dogs. Uh, this There used to be a place in the high desert called Waybirds. Or Hay, no, Haybirds. They were very delicious. They actually won Best Hot Dog in the Desert over Costco when they were actually open. They are now out of business. Mm. Um, was their dog? Was the, I, I'm, you know what? You can say there's better hot dogs. Find me a better hot dog for $1.50 that comes with a drink. <laughs> I cannot find you that. You no. can't do it. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Did you hear the Costco CEO? Someone was trying to recommend that they raise the price of the Costco dog, and like the CEO said he was going to kill him or something like that. I think he's going to like, yeah. What was the quote? I have it right here. Um, as it turns out, Senegal was right on the money, so to speak, in Costco sales. Um, many Costco. Here it is. Oh, I found it. This one person <laughs> said, I came to Jim, Jim Senegal once and I said, Jim, we can't sell this hot dog for a buck fifty. We are losing our rear ends. And he said, If you raise the if you raise the hot dog, I will kill you. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really needed. By the way, if you raise the price to dollar seventy five, it would not be that big of a deal. People would still buy it. But it's the mindset that when you think of Costco, you think of the dollar fifty hot dog and soda. That's incredible. He said, I will kill you. Figure it out. He said, if someone has to pay $2 for this fucking hot dog, your family and friends are going to fucking show, go to your funeral. Oh, man. We should try to get an interview with the CEO of Costco. <laughs> Just talk about the Costco hot dog. Jesus. Pr- pretend. Do you think we could like do a deep fake where we just pretend like we're like this really big like show? Just Borat. You just want us to do Borat. And, like, we get him on, James Senegal, and, um, oh, he's retired. He knows, He's got nothing else to do. And we're, we, like, say, like, oh, we're doing this finance show. We want to talk about finances. And the whole interview, we just ask him about, like, hot dogs, like, random hot dog questions and everything else. It would be fantastic. Yeah. I yeah. like your picks, though. Snoop Dogg, that – I saw that coming after you, you specified, but that was a good one. I'm glad you allowed me to pick it. <laughs> I mean, you picked a fucking Costco hot dog. And my dogs, so. <laughs> um, next week is our final pot of the month. Yep. Which means it's a bad movie review. Yep. 
and Jason, I have I have dug deep into the bottom of the of the dumpster. Yeah, you have. And I have got a scraper and scraped the shit off the bottom of that dumpster. <laughs> and we were watching The Last Airbender. Harry Potter? Oh. Oh, wow, Jay. Uh, the Last Airbender, the live action movie. The live and action movie. Um, it's so bad. I've never seen it, so. It's so bad. You watched the cartoons a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Very bad. With that being said, though, after I said Borat, I remembered Borat 2 is also releasing tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe we do a double review. We'll think about it. Borat two a... in the in the news because uh, yeah. President Trump's lawyer apparently is uh, caught doing something sexual. Yeah, <laughs> it's not which very is good. fucking funny, and it's also a great marketing strategy because maybe maybe I wouldn't know, maybe I wouldn't know it was coming out. It's fucking everywhere now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they might have just lost uh, the support of like forty million Americans, but I feel like they probably don't like Borat to begin with. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but it gets them talking about it. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Maybe double review, because I have a feeling it's just going to be me being really mad at The Last Airbender. <laughs> I like those reviews. What if I gave it a good score? <laughs> what if I actually liked The Last Airbender? Give it a better score than I gave Hubie Halloween. That was way too low. I, I don't think it is. That's an old podcast. We don't have to keep arguing about it. You have your opinions. I have mine. It's okay to disagree. It's not bottom five. It's okay to disagree. It's six, but it's not bottom five. You got anything else, Ty? I don't. Um, go watch two movies this week. Yes. A bad and a good one. Well, maybe good. Don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it's good yet. Seems funny. Yeah? Never seen the first Borat. Me either. Know who he is. <sighs> that means I might have to watch three movies. I don't think you gotta... I feel like this isn't like a continuation type thing. I don't think so. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.